acceptable person. No joke stealing on this podcast. I don't know. We never do that. We don't steal things. We're respectable men. No. Just like the main character in this movie. A good man. A good, honest man. A good, good honest he's man. He's a hero. He is a hero. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Happy Halloween, everybody. Happy uh, Halloween. Happy Halloween. Ah. This is a... Uh, this is that episode is coming out on Halloween. That's why I said yes. Happy Halloween, you dumbass. Wow. Uh, whoa, 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 whoa. Sorry, I didn't mean that. Save that we, for later. We need the spirit of brotherhood in this apartment. Happy Halloween, Andy. Much. Happy Halloween, Sammy. See, I mean, how can you fight after you just ate some wonderful cheddar goblin? Yes. We all partook in that. Um, we're in TJ's lovely abode, and it is a great place. And he also made cheese goblin, cheddar goblin. He showed for us, us, and he had <laughs> cheddar goblin mac and cheese from the motion picture, Mandy. Ready to go? Ready to go? Five boxes worth. <laughs> <laughs> we ate, we ate our weight and cheese, and then we sat down, and now we're we're here to record our last episode of Spooktober for our podcast. Never seen any of this. My name is Andy. I'm Sammy. I'm TJ. And I'm Raymond. And uh, Odin, Odin's here too. Odin's yeah. here too. Is this is what we've all been leading up for. Everything we've ever done has been leading up to this episode, guys. Are you saying from this month or literally every? No, literally episode? everything we've been doing has been leading up to talking about this the moment, new, the yeah. new Adam Sandler Netflix film, Hubie Halloween. Indeed. Oh. Yeah. Which yeah. I was blamed on me, but Wait. wasn't entirely my okay. fault. Uh, I will Enti- I will, entirely. I will, will cop to some misplaced anger. This, this <laughs> There's morning. some of that. There, that that happened this morning where we were we were discussing it and and I, like what I think Kenzie ejected like 40 minutes in I think you yes. said yep yeah so sure did. yeah we were all talking about our respective experiences and and uh, yeah I was like yeah it, t- it took not not long for for me to go uh, to kind of determine like I'm not gonna have a great time and <laughs> and I and I I believe I said uh, that I had turned to Odin my my sweet cat. Because yeah, he was in, watching it in the bed with me, and and I turned to him and I said, "Fuck Andy and his fucking ass for making me watch this." <laughs> and not entirely my fault. Not entirely Andy's no. fault. I'll take some of the blame. Yeah, I did. You say fifty percent? Yeah, I did think it would. Be <laughs> well, 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 where does the other fifty percent go? Looking right at you, bud. <laughs> to, to, so to, to I will say the reason that I wanted to watch this. Not was, on me. Yeah, it's not on Raymond, for sure. And Raymond first was the first to put out a good movie uh-huh. <laughs> and a good recommendation. Um, but then I, w- I heard rumblings from multiple people, mm-hmm. students, uh, friends, family. Yeah, not just you. I've talked to several people who were like, oh, yeah. Raymond funny. has also Same. talked to people yeah. that yeah. said this movie is good and funny. So I was like, we. I feel like we have to watch it because the only thing in my mind was that this is the movie immediately following Uncut Gems. And he promised... The next movie that he made after Uncut Gems would be the worst movie he had ever made. So that was my thinking. And then now, he- then I started to hear that everybody was like, "This movie's really funny and good." That I was like, "We gotta figure. We gotta. Yeah. We gotta sleuth our huge, way in." Huge praise for this movie. It was getting like on- online buzz. People were like, "This thing's fucking funny." Come to my surprise, I don't think there's a single fucking joke in the movie. That's not true. There are jokes. No, there, there's, there's. I, some, I guess they're not told I, by Adam Sandler. There was no. a couple of giggles. I, I will yeah, say there are some. There are some, there are some parts that made me laugh out loud. But overall, I was just like flabbergasted at 
what was this movie we were watching? I mean, I don't know. I mean, I guess it, I, I, it's sort of the, the, the Jason Bateman opening a, a paper bag in the freezer kind of thing <laughs> for me. Mm-hmm. Where, you know, it's like, I'm not going to be shocked at what I find in an, in an oh. Adam Sandler movie that comes out anymore, I suppose. But then it just gives me room as a grumpy old man. Uh, now that I've already resigned myself to disappointment, that I can just focus on the stuff that I did like about it. So yeah. that's, that's kind of nice. I, I guess I felt You know like, it's going to be bad, so why not look at the fun things? Yeah. <laughs> I guess I felt like when I heard the premise, I was like, I can see how that could be really funny. Adam Sandler Halloween comedy with his whole cast of people, and it's kind of like, oh, there's actually something supernatural that is attacking the town. That's kind of what the the trailer mm-hmm. made it seem like yeah. mm-hmm. that there's like actual like spooky shit that's going down that's gonna like haunt the town the movie did not deliver on that and i think ultimately the script is r- like atrociously bad even for an adam sandler movie this script is awful i could not believe the amount of cliches they checked off in the box in the first five minutes but it didn't even feel like they were doing it like to it, it didn't feel like they were doing the cliches to like comment on it it no. was like no it's we have to do this, 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 uh-huh. so that we can have a puke joke. Yep. Then he has to hit a car and fl- fly over it and do a slapstick of him, like, landing over the car. You gotta have that. And then him playing it off. Like, it just hit, like, so many things in five mm-hmm. minutes. And I was like, oh, okay. We're getting, all right, this is the movie. <laughs> this is it. Yeah. The script is like if, and I don't, I don't remember the other guy's name, but Adam Sandler wrote it with someone. And it's like if they both sat down in a room like this, got incredibly high, and then just dictated literally every thought in a row in chronological order mm-hmm. to write a script. And when they yeah. when they sobered up, they're like, that's fucking it. That's our movie. But at the same time, I'm like, I could also see while watching this, and I'm like, I could see why kids and middle schoolers and people that like yeah. other Adam Sandler movies will like this movie because it's like oh. directed at that audience. Because this is the Avengers Endgame of Adam Sandler movies? It is bringing his universe all together. Is it? The Odoyles Odo- 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 in uh, it. Uh, ben Stiller is playing his same right, character the same from uh, Happy Gilmore. Yeah. Is yep. that the one yeah. that and he's the character in? In the credits during one of the bloopers... He catches the ball and he says the line from Billy oh, Madison. Oh, I didn't make it that far. I yeah. can't believe you watched the credits. I <laughs> oh, got to like the first too. two yeah. gags. He, he makes I... a Billy Mad- Madison reference. I was like, oh, this is it. This is his universe now. His happy Madison universe that he has. And okay, Fuck. So I remember there was some stills that came out on Twitter like mm. a month or so ago when they had announced it. And no, a trailer had not come out yet. And I was like, oh, that kind of looks funny. And, oh, Adam Sandler looks like a semi-normal person in this movie. Maybe oh, he was no, doing that. No. And then I saw the trailer and heard his voice. And I feel like he gets into, like, he needs to do a voice for some reason. Mm. But this one, I had to have subtitles on. I could not understand a fucking word that he was saying. Like, at, at least the little Nicky voice is uh-huh. funny. <laughs> Right. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> I guess I was just kind of like only sort of finding subtle differences between that and Bobby Bouget. And right. right. It's, it's the just same. Like, you know, sort of like if there's time for a flashback scene of him getting hit in the face as a child as a funny <laughs> gag, then we'll probably throw that in there. Uh, I feel like at least Bobby Boucher has, this is going to sound incredibly stupid, but his accent in that movie has like a musicality to it. Uh-huh. Like it's funny enough. And you can understand what he's saying. This and, movie is like he's mumbling through dialogue that just shit dialogue. That's not funny. And I would say the even the Bobby Boucher one, it has like an origin to it because of like how he grew up. 
uh-huh. I don't understand right. where Why does Hubie's talk voice like this? comes from. Because he's lived in Salem his whole life. Nobody else talks like that. Why does he talk like that? Because, because he's, he's mentally handi- he's mentally handicapped. They accidentally wrote a movie about like a mentally handicapped person because yeah. he just has to go. Adam Sandler's characters have to be like incredibly immature and naive and yeah. like babyish so that they can grow through the movie. But they did it so far that he became mentally handicapped. Yeah, and and, <laughs> and did he grow in this movie? I feel like it was all everyone else trying to grow well, around I, him. I feel well. Yes. <laughs> I'm not going to argue the merits of this movie. There are none. Right. There might be uh, 60 seconds worth of good stuff. Yeah. I, I'll, I'll argue with that. There is one thing in this movie that is, that is on point. I, I think, know what you're going to say. I think every, uh, like, big per- like, big name star that has a scene has one funny line. Yes. And then they continue to exist. Yeah. Adam Sandler, I, the star of the movie, has exactly zero <laughs> jokes. Yes. In fact, the repeated gags they think are the funniest for him to do is the, are the worst. His thermos that can just like do anything, mm-hmm. I guess, is supposed there to be really was, funny. I, I did hit a point where I was like, all right, what else can this thermos do? I was, yeah. I started to get a little on board with the thermos. The I was like, thermos? That's great. That's and, cool. And calling him puby are the peak of comedy mm-hmm. for this movie. The thing I hate, the one that like went through the whole thing too, was him getting things thrown at him where he's able uh-huh. to easily dodge it, but then it always ends with him crashing or like falling. Yeah. It's like he can dodge all these things, but it still ends with him falling. <laughs> like okay, but every and then like a toilet thrown him at one point or a spear yeah, thrown him at one point. Like it's just, yep, <laughs> sure, so, yeah. There are a couple things that I did appreciate in this movie. Number one being Shaq. <laughs> Shaq's great. Shaq, great reveal. Great character. Shaq is having a fun time. Uh, Shaq, actually, the highlight of the last couple Adam Sandler movies. He has been in a couple of them, and he's the best part. He throws a person over a building in Grown Ups 2. Yeah, that's kind of fun. (laughs) Yes, that's kind of fun. And also, Steve Buscemi is giving a 250% for this movie. He is all fucking in on the werewolf story that (laughs) makes no sense. (laughs) Goes nowhere, other than he gets like a nice little relationship with Rob Schneider at the end. It might be my favorite Rob Schneider bit in 20 years. (laughs) Just because it's it's like two scenes, and that's... I, I love the gag of that's like the thing he's proud of is just peeing anywhere. Cause that's a great throwaway little bit. Yeah. And they get Kenzie and I were trying to like guess it. who it was going to be before uh-huh. it was revealed. And she thought it was going to be, who was it, Nick Swartzen? Swar- yeah. Yeah, that's uh-huh. what we thought it was going to be. And then we were like, I was like, oh, I'm happy that it's Rob Schneider. That's great. Yeah. <laughs> I, I mean, that's <laughs> the best part he's that, done I, that I enjoyed about this movie was <laughs> just seeing all the famous people. Uh-huh. In it. Like just who he got to be in this movie was also just fun. To, like Tim <laughs> to Meadows see. is great. Yeah. Maya Rudolph is great. The... I thought they were great, but yeah. their characters oh, like, yeah. is terrible. Like they were funny for the first like five minutes. They get one funny line apiece. Otherwise, they are incredibly mean to a special needs person. <laughs> and to each other. And that <laughs> was like the whole joke. It, and they just kept doing it over and over. Is Like the joke is that she doesn't want to have sex uh-huh. with her husband. Well, and like it's, I guess something that's hard to gauge too is like how much of it is them fucking around. Right. And how much is it they're like an actual scripted beat. Yeah. Where like it sort of showed like the interaction between like the two farmer, like the like the husband and the wife characters. Huel. Like, oh, Huel from Breaking yeah. Bad. Yeah. <laughs> and and like it was something where like a horse had whinnied in the barn and and she whipped around and said like shut up, you're next or like or like whatever like. 
And so, like, there's obviously, there was room for, for ripping around or whatever, so it's just like, was that bit with, like, Tim Meadows, like, sucking on the fingers of his yeah. costume was, like, was that in the script, or was that him just fucking around? I, so I it's get, hard to attribute, like, like blame, right. blame or, or praise. I get the feeling yeah. that, like, the comedy in this is a little more scripted, because it is so, like, corny and immature and, mm-hmm. and stupid. Like, the feeling that I get from, like, a Will Ferrell comedy, like an Adam McKay sort of improv, is that they're sitting there and they're riffing for, like, forever. Right, and that's the outtakes. Is you yeah. see, and like, ten takes of the same It's scene. why they can put a second version of Anchorman 2 in theaters that's just all different jokes from different mm-hmm. takes. Which they did. This movie, I feel like they're riffing, but I don't... It, it doesn't feel like... They returned like, they back had to a, something lame. They had a script... <laughs> And then if somebody threw out something funny, they'd be like, okay, I- include that. There's like wiggle room. Yeah. yeah, yeah. There's one, the one bit I actually liked for like just Tim Meadows was him like maniacally laughing. Yeah. And then going, now will you sleep with me? And Maya Rudolph just goes, no. And he just immediately like 100, starts 180 crying. starts crying. That's That was my favorite bit <laughs> that he did. I love Tim Meadows. He's great. Him and Maya Rudolph got a couple funny bits. Even but, oh man, it's even so in rough. something really stupid and bad like this, mm-hmm. he, you still I still have respect for the man. Yeah. Oh, and then that's right. I was I was like trying to think of other people. Ray Liotta is just in this oh, too. What is Ray Liotta doing? In this movie? <laughs> what the fuck is Ray Liotta doing in this movie? What does his character do? What he, is, what's he's, he's, a, he's Italian and he's mean. What yeah. what purpose does he serve to be like the eighth person that's mean to Hubie for no real reason other than and I quote he's a loser, which almost every character he's says like, in this movie. Look at this guy, he's a loser. Yep. <laughs> and that also reminded me when he pushes him in the grave. What there was, uh, I think, a few parts where like. If they would have done the delivery different, it would have been a lot funnier. Uh-huh. Like the guy that throws the dirt on top of Hubie, and he's like, "Oh, I'm down here," and he like has a heart attack. But it just doesn't play right. Like <laughs> yeah. I thought that was funny, but then he doesn't play. Like it, it doesn't, doesn't do the right, right beat. Yeah, then it doesn't do it right. Because I was like, that could have been a lot funnier. Michael Chiklis right. as the priest. Michael Chiklis is the priest. Yes, yep. The <laughs> well, shithead like, priest. Yeah, that's kind of the fun bit about it is that like everybody's just kind of chewing the scenery. Uh-huh. You know. Mm-hmm. So something that surprised me. Because uh, he's arguably the goofiest looking fucker in the movie. Kevin James is like doing a surprisingly like not outlandish performance. Yeah. See, when I saw a picture of him, I was like, oh, he's a werewolf. Oh, he's, or, or I figured like he was going to be probably one of the more over the top like uh-huh. badass. Right, like, yeah. he's, like Keystone Cop kind of thing. Right, yeah. I just, when I saw just because like the picture on Netflix uh-huh. is him. And I was like, oh, it's going to be like they're all kind of like monsters. Because he just looks like a... Just like a werewolf, man. yeah, like a werewolf man. But, and then nope, he's just trying a... to throw a big fake beard on him. Yeah, no, the werewolf in this movie is Steve Buscemi. Sure, <laughs> and... yeah, who's who's running around going ow? Let's eat the whole pumpkin. Let's give due credit to probably the greatest performance in this whole movie, which is to uh, uh, Mrs. June Squibb. Is that his mom? Who oh. played his mom. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, she's pretty great. She is delightful. That is my favorite gag in the entire movie is, is her just her, shirts? her thrift store shirts. Oh my god. I have yeah. no idea what it means. Yeah, That's like my if, favorite recurring joke. If you can see this, you're within fart range. There's a bunch of them that and, are very I mean, it, I had no idea that it was her. I didn't know that it was going to be her. Like, that was the reveal. Well, was yeah, like, that's there. because the movie does nothing to say yeah. that. <laughs> well, well, I guess yeah. that's true. But It doesn't give you any breadcrumbs. No. It just tells you what right. it is. Yeah. Uh, Julie Bowen is really bad in this movie. But I I Very don't feel weird. like it's it's not her. It's the character is written terribly. Which one's that? Is that the, is that the, the pilot? Uh, yeah. Yes. Valentine. Valentine. Yes. Valentine. Yes. So because, this is the one that, like... 
most of his movies, he makes sure that there's some hot lady that like falls in love with his mm-hmm. character. This is the one that literally like like makes no sense and she is like earned. insane. Yes, she has no dialogue other than she's crazy. Like Jennifer she's... Lopez and Robin Williams and Jack. Yeah. <laughs> It's yeah. just, it's really fucking weird. It's just like she is creepy. The when she's driving, the when she when she's driving to work, she stops the car and she's like, "You're a hero, Hubie." And he's like, "Why?" And she's like, "You're just a hero." And then she's like, "Oh, what do you want to tell me?" And then she like, dri- like I was like, he and didn't then- do anything to beat. Why is she calling him a hero? Right? It was just everything she said was okay. just. She creepy. goes up at the end of the movie. She goes up the screen just to kiss him. Just to kiss. Oh, yeah, that was that like the shittiest part of the whole uh, thing. And I just like the reveal that it was her would have been a better because okay. she was so creepy. Yes. When yeah. he had that confrontation, when they like showed up and it was like foggy and she was wearing like a trench coat, I was like, okay, now it's gonna reveal that it's her. She's now wearing it, a peach fuzz mask. Now, <laughs> yeah. now it will make sense why she was acting so fucking weird the rest of this uh-huh. movie. And then they're like, nope, it's his mom. And I'm like, well, okay, so she just. A fucking weirdo. Yeah. So like, oh, I couldn't get. I couldn't wrap my head around why she was just like. She's not a character. She's just plot points. And I feel <laughs> yeah, like other Adam Sandler movies aren't that bad. On I mean, they they are bad in that, no. but not just so blatantly. This character only exists. I still like. I really for like Adam Sandler. I really like. Just go with it. I feel like that's. Yeah. A, I like that. Which movie. one is that one? That's the one with Jennifer Aniston, where they other than murder mystery. Right. Yes. That's the. Yeah. I haven't seen Just Go with It. I've seen yeah. Murder Mystery. Just Go, I with, just go with It is. I actually think that one's pretty good. That too. one's a pretty good movie. <laughs> that one's got Dave Matthews doing an insane performance. Yes. Like the last one I Picking saw up was coconuts with his ass cheeks. <laughs> <Sure>. <laughs> the last one I saw was Murder Mystery, and I that one got like a lot of like praise heaped upon it too. And I watched it, and I was like, it's watchable. Like it's yeah. not particularly funny, but there's like the movie works as a movie, whereas this is just like if you took that south park bit about rob schneider movies and you did the same thing for adam sandler it's exactly the same like way you would parody him right like just, this is how you would roast adam sandler is doing like a skit yeah. based on like this would be a fake movie where you make fun of him but it's <laughs> so, his movie yes exactly <laughs> it's crazy to me that they have absolutely zero chemistry in this movie because she plays his love interest in happy gilmore she oh is, that's the same fucking woman the, yes she's the love interest in happy gilmore and i believe it in that movie but in this movie, I just oh, absolutely... I haven't seen that movie in so long. Wow, that, I, I, I watched know, it a couple but... years ago, but I didn't... Wow. Yeah. Okay, I get now that this is like a universe movie. It absolutely <laughs> is. <laughs> yeah. And like, in uh, he whenever he plays uh, against Drew Barrymore, like, mm-hmm. that's They've pretty They've done that three believable. times, I think. Yeah. Fifty yeah. First Dates is a great movie. Yep, that's a great movie. <laughs> but I don't know what's going on here. And I think it really boils down to the script is terrible. It is just really, really bad. She has nothing to do. Every one of her lines is like cringy bad. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And her, de- but also part of her like delivery of it was just like it's all of it is like weird, weirdly just paused. Off. Yeah, uh-huh. or like they, it feels like someone is like they're a step behind whenever they've started shooting or whatever. It like even if they all hit their marks and they did it right, it like the editing is off. For when they when it actually delivers you dialogue, and so I like you hey, wait okay, just a second too long. Read this everything. line, but like kind of spacey, but real horny. Like that's what you, <laughs> that's how you need to deliver well, your lines. Like, like that one that one line from the little pilgrim woman or whatever. That like that was when that I did was, a hard left was, turn. That was like the like the weirdest like cringiest like. 
I'm asexual, but she's making me hella horny. Yeah, and I'm like, that was when I did a hard left like, turn. I was like, oh no, this movie. This, there's no redeemable like in this some, movie. It's like supposed to be like the bus driver lady from Billy Madison or whatever. Like, if, if being in your pants, pants is cool, then I'm going to meet Miles Davis. Which is like, <laughs> a great line. That's an actual yes. joke. Yeah. 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 I was like, is that... Is she supposed to be the same person? Because it's essentially that's, the same. Character. That's supposed to be, I think, yeah, the same. You know, at least arena joke. And I'm like, that didn't but land for that me. That lands at so all. hard in Billy Madison. Yeah, I fucking love that line. I the thing I did like that pilgrim lady doing was when he hands her the <laughs> crossword like, and she immediately it. like throws it. And that I think gets into something else that I just think is weird with these. This movie is like. It's Why is everyone mean to him? Why there's no explanation it's for okay. it's like it's cartoonishly evil. Yeah, and that's why and, why is that the way that you want I would much rather have everyone is a likable character than literally everyone is like everyone, a, 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 a every time it would cut to the the child characters and the teenager characters in this movie, I was like, I don't give a shit at all. But they made sure to make them seem like they were nice and because, friendly to you. But not all of them. Not the, the deli counter. Not I was just talking about her, her kids. Her. Yeah. 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 Uh-huh. But it, it's like, I feel like all of that is included because that's exactly the target audience for this movie. Right. But I don't think it represents any of them very well. Like the whole subplot with the uh, brother going out on that date with the girl, like that whole thing. But all like, of the teenager dialogue sure. that's not supposed to be funny, that's yeah. like, oh man, this party is lit. There's that loser Hubie. Is like, <laughs> what? <laughs> Kids don't talk like this. Well, and like, it would have been, I guess, a little more interesting if, if the older brother is sort of like reluctant, like, you know, he, he kind of wants to pick on Hubie a little bit, and then yeah. like has to sort of like... That's Will Grant from Stranger Things, isn't it? It is. It is. Okay. Yeah, it is, yeah. And so it would have been, been a cool kind of arc for him, like, you know, I guess sort of like wanting to learn by the example of the nice girl from the coffee stand or mm-hmm. whatever. Yeah. You know, the, that, you know, oh, be nice to old Hube. Hubert. Yeah. You know. Hubert. It, it, the, the tone of the kids always feels off to me in movies like this because it's like they're very immature and like, mm-hmm. oh, barf jokes, poo poo pee pee, fart humor is kind of <laughs> like their bread and butter. Shut up. It's kind of like their bread He's and butter. But <laughs> it'll be like a stupid gag of them like throwing a pie in his face and then it'll cut to them and be like, eat shit, you fucking asshole. Like the kids Whoa, will be like well. that. It's like, whoa! It, 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 they, they do throw around shit. Yeah. yeah. Shit is... is, is yeah, I don't know about but, the eat shit part, but I don't know. Do they do but it feels that intense. Yes, right. Yeah. <laughs> like, like well, eat shit, loser. And I guess, like, to, to your earlier point about, like, it sort of advertising itself as having, like, a supernatural bend to it, you know, having Salem be the town that it's set in and having them go through the trouble of explaining his great 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 grandmother yeah. or whatever, like, like it would have it would have been nice if that actually did tie into like some kind of curse or whatever that could be uh-huh. lifted. And right. Maybe it was like tied to Steve Buscemi somehow, and he was actually like a werewolf that was like <sighs> like there's a lot of this like, like this, a, there are some bones to this. this that had, actually and the only payoff was that his mom turned out to be a witch. That was the only payoff and there. That, and they kind of sort of. They just had the tone of a serious man. (laughs) This had the bent where, like, God has cursed him. (laughs) (laughs) They do because of my great ancestor. See, that'd be kind of fun. (laughs) They do confirm he is an actual werewolf at the end of the movie, right? No, no, no. Do they? No, he's just escaped from the mental asylum. But I thought he said he was a mental asylum. 
for people who are werewolves. No, he thought, says that. That's like no. a weird caveat thing that they... That he's in his own he's... werewolf world. Yeah, yeah just, and they're just trying to be delicate with it. They're trying to be nice. And he uh, committed Rob's... so hard that I believed him. Yeah. <laughs> Rob Schneider was his roommate, and he's not a He's just there for pissing. And he's everywhere. Okay. It, was full, it was a full moon, Andy. Okay. <laughs> also, the joke that like him he, and Rob Schneider's yeah, character what is he, his, like, his a, like a like a urinthrope, like like <laughs> yeah. Okay. Like the, I, there, there's multiple references they never bring up directly. Is that like Adam Sandler and Rob Schneider's characters are supposed to be like childhood best friends, but they like other than like constantly referencing him. Yeah, I, when they like, first like, brought like, that up, I was like, oh, that's gonna tie in later, and they never even talk to each other. Nothing. Don't they <laughs> say like? Yeah, Kevin James, they're like, didn't you testify against him? Like, Yeah, it's like, it's set up for him to be the guy, but then they don't, like, they're sub- they're going to, like, subvert it away from that. That's a misdirect, but it's not, there's no building blocks to or from other than alluding to everyone knows this guy. I want. I just wanted more of their relationship, because I just thought it was, that he broke out just to come and get his friend. Yeah. That's cute. That was the nicest part of the movie. And then he licks his hand, and he's like, I miss you, buddy. <laughs> yeah, well, I'm like, I guess sort of like the fans the fantasy realism part of it would would have sold better if they really just had gone whole hog and yeah that's what it like that's what it advertised as was that it's gonna have that yeah it doesn't commit to anything hard enough to be any solid direction instead it's just a mess of and i feel like (laughs) half ideas i feel like that might be a byproduct of them knowing that this is going to go directly to netflix it's not gonna play in a theater people aren't gonna view it the same way they would view like an Adam Sandler movie that goes into a theater. You know, this is this was made for Netflix. They know that in the in the age of streaming and Netflix, people will watch it and be like, if it's kind of funny, be like, oh, that was a funny hour and a half, and then move on. Right, and that's what I noticed, because I, I don't know, when did this come out? Not that long ago. Like a week ago. Yeah, mm-hmm. and it's I, I just assumed it'd be in that top ten mm-hmm. of Netflix, and it's already not. It was that whole week, and it now it's, it's not I couldn't find it. I had to type it in. It said it was top, same. it was number six in movies, but uh-huh. it's... Not number six in their top ten. Oh, uh, okay. Because that's why I was like, oh, I'll just go to the top ten because it'll be there. And it wasn't there. It was and I was like, there. that's how quick people move through well, these. That's by Netflix's that's, design. I mean, that's yeah. what I don't like about when they drop all of their shows at once. Right. And mm. what I like about like what Disney Plus does with The Mandalorian mm. is like... Chef's kiss. Chef's kiss. <laughs> uh, where it's like Stranger Things, if you don't binge the whole thing in one weekend, you're going to miss the yep. cultural conversation. About and that's it. why I was we had to do this episode, was because I didn't want to get this movie spoiled. Without, we had to make sure that we yes, saw it as soon as we possible. Had, we had to preserve <laughs> the innocence of Hubie Hollow. If somebody would have ruined that it was his mom the whole time for me, I would have been so mad. Would you? It's yeah. the one surprise <laughs> of the movie. Yeah. Yes, because it is nothing to say right. that it's going to happen. At this point, I feel like... I thought about the, this this morning. Uh, Adam Sandler is to comedy what Bruce Willis is to action movies. Where, like, Adam Sandler loves indie dramas and mm-hmm. Bruce Willis loves sci-fi. Mm-hmm. And so, like, they will commit whatever they want to a thing they actually like. But they know that, like, they can make uh, ungodly amounts of money and just kind of, like, do whatever for an action movie. So, so they'll show like, up. Yeah, like, have, and, like, a paid vacation for them. And right. Friends. So, like, I, I can't. It's like the, the thing that's the most maddening is, like, you can't even be mad at Adam Sandler. No. Really, because no. he says, like, constantly, like, yeah, I just do whatever because I can. And well, he like, said I, this movie was going to be bad when he went to go make it. Like, I don't think he meant, I think <laughs> this, this was done. already done. Oh, yeah. really? Think, yeah, I don't think so. So you think there's done. another one coming the, that's going to be so. the bad one? The Grown Ups. 
But it's like, there's the theory for the longest time that he makes movies mostly just to hang out with his friends, and it's like, oh, that's fair, like, that's, I feel like it's a fair assessment. Well, and he talked about, like, Punch Drunk Love and Mm -hmm. Uncut Gems, like, those are a lot of work, and he takes it very mm -hmm. seriously, it takes a lot out of him, and it's like, would he rather do that and then get little recognition for it, which he did kind of get snubbed for Uncut Gems, Mm. he didn't get, he didn't even get a nomination for that movie. Right. And But he could do... He, he can do one of those every couple years. I think he's also in Meyerowitz Chronicles on Netflix, mm-hmm. which is also very good. But it seems like he would, you know, but this people is, are like, why isn't he doing this more often? It's like, well, because he gets way more, he gets way more th- recognition for going on right. vacation with his friends and having fun. Right. Like Netflix paid him <laughs> up front for I don't know how many movies or oh, how yeah. many years. He, but It was like, like the biggest Netflix deal uh, in... It's well, like seven or eight like, movies or something like that. Ridiculous he's, Six was that his first one, and since I then, how long so. that would? He's, he's had Murder Party, and now this. Yeah, he's, yep. Yep, he's well, just, and I guess like if the yeah, sorry. Yeah. if if the motivation is recognition at this point, because like money is not really an object anymore. Yeah. No. Then you know, I guess it's it's hard because I, it, there is a legitimate criticism to be levied in people getting swept up in the novelty. Mm-hmm. of a performance more than the performance itself right. which i i think you know regardless of whatever moral compass is guiding the uh-huh. award system or whatever yeah, it's yeah. like you know i guess like publicly feeling snubbed because you didn't get nominated for a particular performance because you're normally putting out schlocky comedy movies and you decided to do something else yeah that might be of substance might is the is the gamble that literally everybody who's normally working with like A twenty four or sort right. of like these other things takes every single time? That's a huge fucking gamble for mm-hmm. sure. Versus like a very very safe grown ups three with like a bunch of bankable vehicles in it or whatever. Will that inevitably is, yeah. make money on right. yeah. And it's just like <laughs> all right, we're gonna do, this is gonna be Euro vacation. Well, Let's see what shenanigans and, we can get up to do only, in the Tuscan hinterlands. Like, and not only that, I feel like you know. he uses a lot of it to put. To give his friends opportunities. So like, yeah, sure. it's like, was the well, bench warmers had like a bunch of the Lonely Island people in it? Uh-huh. And yeah. um, was the there was one Netflix movie that came out a couple months ago, The Wrong Missy, I think. I didn't watch oh, it. Oh, yeah, with David Spade. But that's one of the Happy Madison movies that he agreed to do, and he gave it. David Spade got to star in a comedy, mm. which David Spade doesn't. Right, it's him and Lauren Lapkus. Who's David Spade yeah. in movie? And Lauren Lapkus. It's yeah. like, he, yeah. he does use them as a vehicle to like, yeah, he's letting his friends make movies. Right, like sure. uh, uh, Grandma's Boy is a, like written by Nick Swartzen and it stars literally everyone but Adam Sandler yeah, from that point in his it. career. Yeah. But it's like, I love that movie. That's one of the funniest Adam Sandler movies and he's not in it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, and, and I guess I should clarify that like I'm not necessarily making that criticism no. but it's right, a legitimate right, right. one when people do get swept up in the fact that it's, right. it's just Adam Sandler in something that's not an Adam Sandler movie. Yeah, and we talked about like how people like went and saw Uncut Gems thinking it was an Adam Sandler yes. movie. I, I finally... And when it dropped on Netflix, there was right. a lot of people who were like, oh, they just thought it was one of the Netflix Adam Sandler movies. I hadn't seen the trailers for Uncut Gems before it came out. I'm sure we talked about this when we recorded, yeah. recorded it. But I I like had not seen the trailers, and then I was watching something. I was trying to catch up with a TV show on Hulu, and like I got like the second or third trailer for it. It was like all about basketball and like Adam Sandler taking a shot, and they cut it to... like be a comedy and i was like right. i finally understood i was like oh is this why people are misdirected because yeah. like, everything else i'd seen was like i don't i don't see how you could misconstrue what this is but then i was like oh i get it well and <laughs> i guess i guess the thing too with with adam sandler stuff is that like 
it's generally just kind of like not my my cup of tea like the like little nikki i guess i have like some nostalgia for and mm. it's mainly about like you know heavy metal and things and you know i think all the side and... characters are funnier than adam sandler sure, is in that sure. movie yeah. everything and... after little nikki kind of gets to Oh, yeah. The territory of like because I was going to say Billy right. Madison and uh, Billy Madison, Happy Gilmore, Happy Gilmore are the two for me that are and, nostalgic. Yeah, and, yeah. I even yeah. think the Water Boys, the Water Boy, sure. and, and that at the time was like the goofiest thing he had done. Mm-hmm. Well, Cause, sure, because like even Billy Madison and Happy Gilmore, those are set in the real world. Mm-hmm. It's real people reacting to how weird Adam Sandler is, mm-hmm. or they are themselves just as crazy like Chris Farley is in Billy yeah. Madison. Juby Halloween is set in the real world. Yeah, but every <laughs> where Salem is like a small town. <laughs> but it's like it's a whole cast of people where everybody is playing at like a ten. Well, sure. Yeah. You know? Well, yeah, yeah, but yeah. I, I guess I guess what I'm what I'm getting at is that like I can I can still find the appeal in 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 sectors of it. Like when he went back and did just like a stand up special like a couple of years. I was gonna ago. say, did you watch that? I watched yeah. it. Yeah, and then like like because he's going back to like doing like goofy songs and wearing a flannel and a hat uh-huh. and, and doing and that that's that's the stuff where I'm just like this is very sincere uh-huh. and very and very fun. Like mm-hmm. that's 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 the stuff that I like. Like the song that he wrote about Chris Farley, yeah. Yeah. like really rips me up because yeah. like it's very silly. Like and mm-hmm. and uh-huh. you know and the rhyme schemes are sort of childish or whatever. Right. Like that's that's it's very much leaning into the, those sensibilities. That... But who writes a song about like your dead friend from twenty years ago? It's like him and David Spade are like they still like both like off oh, fuck Chris Farley. And so it's like it brings it up. It's like that's fucking that's real. Right. And then it's also sort of like it's easy to kind of punch up at these mm-hmm. at these guys anymore because like i grew up we all grew up out of after that era mm-hmm. where he was on snl and getting popular that yeah, formative comedy years you know yeah and and so like that that's not in my wheelhouse that's not like really part of my frame of reference mm-hmm. or like an element of nostalgia for me so i can look back at you know like opera man and go like not for fucking me yeah like <laughs> like very easy because yeah. i wasn't in it you know but like but I guess when I do hear songs like like the Chris Farley song or whatever, mm-hmm. it's just like that's where I go like, oh, okay, I kind of get it. Why mm-hmm. this like silly like fart joke kind of shit is like kind of part of part of well, part and that of stand up special is really interesting too because mm-hmm. it's three different locations. It's like him at like practicing material at a comedy club, and then him at like a medium sized venue, and then him at like a sold out arena. I think mm-hmm. it's Madison Square Garden, mm-hmm. but it's like every single segment cuts between at least two of those for the like the same joke or whatever so you see him either like starting or finishing at like warming up and then at the arena or at the arena and then down to when he like first did the comedy club mm-hmm. and it's like i think only about half of those jokes are good that he tells in that but it's like so interesting to watch like him work and you could see like him working on something and like getting it to be funny and he really doesn't do stand-up very often not in 25 yeah. 30 years mm-hmm. no see and that's and i think that's why the Hubie Halloween is like successful, and because mm-hmm. it's again, I talked. My students are the ones that are really liking it because they're oh. the age that it's like good for. And I talked about off the off the air <laughs> last week when I told that I assigned an essay, and I said you had to write about your favorite fictional character. And kid you not, two kids were like, "Can I pick Adam Sandler?" And I was like, "Well, one, not fictional, <laughs> but two, it needs to be, yeah, it needs to be a fictional character." So that one one girl is wrote hers about. Hubie Halloween and is writing about it. so it's like oh I God. think we have the thing for uh, Happy uh, Gilmore uh, and Billy uh, Madison uh, they're uh, gonna have it the same way for Hubie Halloween that doesn't make sense also, to me though. also point of order uh, yeah Hubie Dubois 
Yeah, oh, you're Hubert right. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> writing I, it about the, his Hubert, last name. His, yeah, last Hubert Schubert Dubois. Hubert yes. Schubert Dubois. Yes. Yes. I, I, you know, I feel his like, last name is not Halloween. <laughs> I feel like I mean, there's been... Be that would be ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> that puts it over the line. Ridiculous. <laughs> I feel like there's been criticism for like the, the backlash to backlash on online, online discourse, as it were, of, uh, <laughs> Thank you. of, of people who like shit on all the Adam Sandler Netflix movies and like everything he's done for like the last 10, 15 years. And then people will respond and be like, oh, he's not changed. It's just you have, like, he's still doing the same thing. It's like, mm-hmm. this movie is, like, way below anything that he did right. in the this last movie, 20 years. This movie feels like a parody of what you would think yeah. an Adam Sandler movie is. And you, you, feel, you brought that up. Yeah. 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 If someone were to do, if he wasn't, like, if, if it was, like, if Mad TV was still on the air and they were going to roast Adam Sandler, because SNL wouldn't do it. But if they were going to fucking roast Adam Sandler, this is, like... The, a fake trailer for this movie would be how you parody him on yeah, like a rival right. like roast. But just I'm just still thinking like if we were kids watching this movie, would we still? No, I don't, you don't well, think so. I think I would probably because I like I, Ma- I like Master of Disguise when I was a kid. And oh, that movie I is that's shit. <laughs> I watched that movie probably the second I've watched the movie I've watched the most is The Wizard of Oz. I've probably seen it over a hundred times. Master of Disguise is probably number two. <laughs> wow. And, and that movie yes. is not good. Wow. But we I owned it, it on we VHS. Younger, you know? We watched it on road trips a lot. Because yeah. yeah. like, like, If I went back and watched Billy, Billy Madison or Happy Gilmore, would it just be the nostalgia no. that I'm liking it? I, I went, know it still is, it, it is better yeah. than this movie. I went up a couple I, years I ago on that. YouTube and just watched a couple of clips from Master of Disguise when I thought... I was thinking about... it was when, Oh, it was last year when the, the Jonathan Frakes uh, Unsolved Mysteries meme was going around. I was like... Oh, Brett Spiner's in Master of Disguise. I should like, and I looked up a clip. And I was like, "Oh, this was funny to me." I uh, <laughs> yeah, and the oh. best part of that movie is just Brent Spiner's fart joke. Yep. <laughs> that's literally everything that's else is one. so embarrassing. I hate to derail the podcast, but uh, I can't. I can't well, pass up an opportunity. I, I mean, you, you're, 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 you you're, hate your to, lips huh? are moving, and you're making the right sounds. <laughs> like you hate what you're about to do, but go I, ahead. I cannot pass up an opportunity to tell my favorite story about the Master of Disguise. Okay, all right. Yeah. That is that the the movie came out in 2002 sure mm-hmm. yeah so they were filming it in uh in the second half of 2001 sure oh. and uh oh i know anything this. in particular happened anything, <laughs> well Sick they, time that you're they were they were filming the the turtle sequence where yeah. he is the turtle man yes <laughs> in the turtle club yeah. sure and uh, is that not turtle know, enough for you is it not turtle enough and they were you know they uh they were filming it and uh a PA came over uh, after they did a, a a couple shots in the Turtle Club, and informed them of the the nine eleven events. Uh huh. Yeah, yeah. And so they all took a moment of silence. Uh huh. And sat around solemnly while Dana Carvey was in full turtle makeup. <laughs> Can you imagine learning about nine eleven on the set of Master of Disguise, specifically the Turtle Club scene? Oh my god. <laughs> I feel like that's that's. That's now trumped in my head for me the images of like the guys who play Godzilla taking their head off and just smoking, looking like solemnly <laughs> while they're not on screen. A sad Dana, Dana Carvey in turtle makeup just sitting there taking a moment about is now is now that is now the peak yeah. of what I think about when nothing else happens across across my brain. I imagine <laughs> you know the footage of George Bush who's like reading to, uh-huh. reading to a class of students and yeah. somebody comes and whispers in their ear. It's like yeah. that exact scene, but it's Dana Carvey delivering the turtle performance. And he dresses up as George Bush in that movie. Imagine if yeah. that's when he oh, would have gotten yeah. the news. Oh, shit. 
Oh my god. <laughs> All right. Tangent over. Just, I, had to, I had to include that. <laughs> I just, I don't, it's just so hard to tell if we would have, I, I, we would have liked this movie as kids. Because we like Master my, well, my point is that we like right. Master Disguise. I, I see where you're so, coming from. I'm sorry. I'm just thinking of like somebody making a YouTube video that's a compilation of, of clips of the Turtle Man with a Have You Forgotten by Daryl Worley playing. <laughs> <laughs> like, overlaid with a crying eagle. You put that Toby Keith song on. <laughs> Freedom isn't free. Yeah. <laughs> Gotta put that boot in their ass. It's the American way. I'm gonna slap at you face. Because <laughs> that's the disguising way. Oh my god. Uh, well, it's like, even when I was a kid, I didn't love Master of Disguise, but I found it so, as as children, you just watched it. Yeah. I watched it so many yeah. times, but still, I don't, like, even as a kid, that wasn't the movie. Like, I didn't reference that. As like my joke base, my joke base was oh, more I like quoted that shit all the did time. you? Well, I yeah. guess I'm a little bit older, but not by much. But yeah. like it was just other Adam like my the my formative years of like comedy as a kid was like uh all of Mike Myers stuff mm-hmm. and then like the 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 three Adam Sandler movies, you know, Happy Gilmore and Billy Madison mm-hmm. and um Waterboy. Waterboy. And then also Little Nicky, because that was right around as I turned, like, 11, 12 and got really into metal. <laughs> sure. But, like, those, had, I think, what is there even quotable from Hubie Halloween other than them calling him Pubie? Which is not, it's just like... Not something you want to go around quoting. Well, no. No, not There's quotable. No... Like, I guess, like, the like the principal of the elementary school was, was like, is a very surprising, like... Like, like the desperation in his uh-huh. like, let him speak. He's a human being. Yeah, that, was, <laughs> like, that, that, that took me aback. Where I was like, oh, that's fucking funny. Yeah, I but, thought that was funny. But like, that's not a quotable. Like, There's nothing joke. quotable yeah, from yeah. this movie. Uh, I imagine if the credits of this movie leave me anything to believe. His famous catchphrase is just screaming at anything. Yeah, <laughs> that's all he did. I saw like the first three of them, and then I just turned it off. I was like, I think I got what they're going for. <laughs> yeah, they end up doing showing some ah! bloopers after uh-huh. that point, oh, but yeah, yeah, it is just a compilation of him just getting scared for the and first the... part of the credits, which <laughs> was a... such a weird thing too to be like he lives in Salem and he goes out and helps protect and he's people the at king Halloween, of Halloween, but he's scared of everything, and then yeah. he doesn't even get that doesn't even isn't a solved arc like he doesn't get over it. Yeah, it's, like, it's, it's still it like, ends oh, with him just being like, fears. yeah, no. Guess nope. you nerds have never heard of a little concept called irony. I guess you gotta go back to school. <laughs> oh, you, don't, you, don't you teach English? Shut up, damn it. Yeah, I guess that, that is, when you boil it down, that is the whole premise of the movie, is that nothing happens to Hubie because he's a perfect saint. Yep. Everyone else realizes that they were just mean jerks the whole time. He's the yeah, nicest and it, it was man all his mom's doing. Town. She called the news and the cops to be there for everyone to see She him. was just about to commit a straight be- old murder. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, she really mom. committed hard. She's like, I sure hope my son will save them because I'm going to murder these three people, these four people. That like, was that was really great. So and then he like... shoots his shot of soup. It was the grossest amount of soup that came out of that canister. Well, sure. <laughs> well, I mean, I was more in, interested in the fact that his mom, like, sort of like dead-eyed, like a lawn ornament, throwing a match into <laughs> this, <laughs> this fire was like in slow motion. It's like, okay, this is kind of fun. She looks like a Furby. Uh-huh. Like, <laughs> like, yeah, it's kind of fun. But yeah, I've I've found the things that I enjoyed about it. Yeah. Shack and Steve Buscemi for me. Yeah, Steve Buscemi was fun. Well, and the, and the Shack part also included like a really I don't I don't like like food things 
food mouth. Oh, yeah. Mouth, mouth, <laughs> mouth, mouth food. Oh, it, was a, it was a sandwich, yeah? Like, yeah, yeah, it was like a BLT. Yeah. yeah. Shared <laughs> without hands. I, don't know, I thought it was right. pretty funny. And, and I, yeah. Mouth, mouth sounds, mouth, mouth joke bad. Mm-hmm. Mouth joke bad. <laughs> the the one part that did make me cackle out loud by myself was when they, they called him Hubert, Hubert Schubert Dubois. Uh-huh. They said his full name. Dubois. Uh, well, like, oh, well, no, because what's, what's Scooby Doo's full name? Scoobert Scoobert-Dubert, too. Scoobert-Dubert-Doo. Is it Dubert? Because he's Scooby-Dooby-Doo, so it's Scoobert-Dubert-Doo. Oh, yeah. Good. Okay, so, you know. Esquire. You know. (laughs) Standing on the shoulders of giants. Scooby-Dubois. Scooby-Dubois. The peak of comedy in this movie, uh, that Hubie is somehow a technological genius and has invented the most world's revolutionary thermos. That he made back in Scouts. And two... That you can use a rhyming dictionary on the name Hubie. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's. Thank that... you for both <laughs> this wonderful Halloween treat. If and I would have known. I wanted to show everyone if a I werewolf known, noir. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. If I would have known it was a terrible movie, from everything I heard was that people said it was a good movie. So that's why I, I heard that. Find out. Yeah, yeah. You, there's nothing in the past that's ever led us <laughs> to the conclusion that this could have. Um, his last movie, movie Uncut Gems. Time. You're gonna look at me and tell me that that's not his last movie. I know. <laughs> no. But I had heard two separate people at work be like, "Have you watched it yet? Because like it's funny." <laughs> and if they hear this, no disrespect. No, full disrespect. But I consider this. I if you if you happen to go to our uh, Twitter page at NSAOT Pod, uh, you will see me sometimes retweet myself, and from there you can get to my Letterbox profile. And I left a review on Letterboxd earlier today for this, where I gave it one and a half star. And I generous. I gave my exact thoughts. Well, actually, the consensus ratings right now is two point seven or something like okay. that, maybe two point five. Mm-hmm. I gave it one and a half, and all I said was that the each like famous person gets one funny line. Otherwise, it's woefully unfunny. Yeah, yep. that's a good summary. This, I I didn't want to rip into it anymore because I wanted to save it for this. But there's. The fruit is so low hanging that it's just on the ground, and it feels exhausting to pick it up. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's hard. Yeah, it's hard for me to be like funny about it. I guess yeah. just because it's just like, yeah, I, I kind of expected to, for me to have a bad time, and there was no yeah. amount of like weed or Ben and Jerry's that was gonna make it. That was gonna make it fun for me. No. No. but I just wish it would have. We've talked about it, but gone all the way and just been a monster movie. Right. I feel like it would have been more fun. I had low expectations, yeah. but I, you know, I wasn't expecting. A fucking goldmine of comedy. I know that's pretty much passed for Adam Sandler because he's not interested in doing it. Right. But it was just like so maddening knowing that he's got the potential, but he just doesn't care enough to actually do it because yeah. this is easier. And that's mm-hmm. that's fine because but it does suck. the money's yeah it sucks <laughs> because we literally just came off of uncut gems where it's like I mean we all knew already he could do it, but just reminding everyone he could do it and like his comedies are like three three at least are like. In the building blocks of like my humor as a kid, and then like at least another three or four of his movies are like movies I watched a lot as a kid, and then watching this now was like, what the fuck are we even doing here? Mm. None of it's even like it's not even a coherent movie. Well, eventually I'll pick 
Punch Drunk Love because I haven't seen that. Oh, thank God. Yeah, we'll have to do that. Have a redeeming sandwich between Uncut Gems and this one to kind (laughs) of send off Adam Sandler in a better light. (laughs) Well... I think that brings us to uh, that brings Spooptober to a close. Yeah, a happy good old a happy Halloween to everybody. <laughs> Don't watch this movie. Watch something else good. I mean, we could have prefaced with that. Yeah. yeah <laughs> if they got all the way to the end, they watched the <laughs> movie. The point of the podcast is you got to bury the lead. <laughs> exactly. Make everyone. Yeah, we're doing. We're helping Adam Sandler out right now by doing this episode. <laughs> We're going to go watch it because of us now. We've made it through the scariest month of the year, and now we're going into the scariest week of the year. <laughs> because, oh, uh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, we got we to... I know two people at work who took off the next week specifically. I uh, <laughs> should have done that because <laughs> I work right. at a fucking news station. Oh, yeah, you goob. Yeah, um, yeah. should have done that. But, uh, hey, next time we record, maybe we'll be in a good mood, or maybe, you know, we'll be crying for an hour. <laughs> Whose pick is it? Well, because we, apparently the ether picked this one. Uh, I yeah, don't have anybody to be mad yeah, at. No, that, yeah, this doesn't it count. It's a random clusterfuck of a movie. So we'll, we'll have to see what mood, what kind of mood we need to be in for the next movie. We'll figure yeah, out. Soon. Maybe we'll need a. Maybe we'll need something nice to watch the next time. But uh, if uh, if you want to get a hold of us, and there's a couple different ways you can do it. You can send us a tweet at nsaotpod. Mm-hmm. You can send us an email at neverseenanyofthispod at gmail.com. You can contact us on Facebook. Our it's free our free Patreon. Patreon. Mm-hmm. Um, and we're on all us. Uh, all podcasts. Yeah, we're, we're That's not true. Every Most single every one. one. Whatever you're thinking of right now, yes. Name it. We're, we're yeah. on it. Yep. If there's one, but most of it. Yeah, just if you find one that, that we're, we're not, not on, on, let us know. Yeah, let us know. We'll uh, do our best to get up on there. I but, would like uh, to see you try. <laughs> wow, that's a challenge. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I, I guess that does it for this week's episode. I've never seen any of this. Uh, we'll, Thank God. We'll be back next week with a regular episode, not in Spooptober. Thank you. But until then, we'll just say. Bye. Bye. Shiver, shiver, dude. Yeah. <laughs>